afternoon, happy Hanukkah, whatever's going on in your life right now. <laughs> and welcome to the Homegirls Podcast. Yet another week. What's going on, guys? Hey. We made it. We are back. You haven't gotten tired of us yet. And we appreciate that. We haven't gotten tired of y'all either. So this must be a good thing. Um, this is Alex, once again, um, coming down as the host, you know, coming down. <laughs> Another round. Another round. But today we are speaking on the topic of motherhood. Actually, the title of the um, episode is called More Than Mommy. And so basically we'll just be touching on the fact that um, most of us are mothers here. And if we're not mothers biologically, we are mothers of fur babies. We're mothers of nieces, nephews. Um, and it's really easy for us to lose our identity once uh, motherhood steps into our lives. Do y'all agree? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely, definitely. So today we'll be discussing some of those challenges, if it is indeed a challenge. So with that being said, what, what mom wants to go first? I guess I can go first. I've been the mom, you know, the longest uh, by default, um, I felt like Jayla was born with me, which is crazy because we grew up together. But you do lose yourself in motherhood. I mean, it is what it is, especially if you desire to be a good mom. And not that most women out there don't, because I mean, they don't come with manuals and you don't know what to do. That is that it's a gift and a curse, honestly, being a mom, because you love your children wholeheartedly. Everything you literally do is for them, except for, you know, the here and there girl strip. But everything is basically to to give them every opportunity, every resource that you didn't have or had, and just to hope that they're better than you one day. So, I mean, you know, I was a mom at 16. You know, we already disclosed that back in our introduction. But um, it taught me a lot of things about being a mom, and I've evolved as a mom over time. Uh, Jayla's my first and my oldest. She's 19. And then Chloe then Marley. Then baby TJ, and this is it, guys. I know y'all like, damn, and who else? And who else? And who else? No, this is it. So, but you know, you learn and you evolve constantly when you have more children because you're not perfect the first time. It's like, shit, like, here we go, you know, trial and error. And she never lets me forget it, especially if something happens. If something happens and I give Chloe a pass and she'll say something along the lines like, that would have never happened to me and I would have been punished or I would have got a spanking, which she didn't get spanked like that. But you live and you learn. You cannot spank every child. Every child is different. They respond differently. So I mean, mommyhood, mothering is, it is a constant learning process and you never stop learning as long as you're a mom. And that's just real. I agree with the losing yourself. When I uh, first became pregnant, I had a lot going on at the time when I did become pregnant. But after I had my baby, I lost myself for maybe about two years because every time I thought I was getting it together, she changed. So she went from like the newborn infant that slept, infant that crawls around and all that. So I lost myself um for like the first two years while she was changing and growing every couple months. But so that is definitely a thing. I, I mean I, I got myself back. It took me a while, but it's definitely a thing to lose yourself as a mom. And if you don't lose yourself as a mom, I'm not kudos to you because honey <laughs> over the place. Okay. Right. Train right Yeah. And like see with me, children are their blessings from God and they don't ask to be here. So, like, I, I have this thought, like, no matter what I'm going through, if I'm ready or not for that pregnancy, I just say, okay, they weren't, they didn't ask to come here, so I just make the best of it and keep pushing. But one of the lessons that I've learned is you can't expect for people to love your kids the same way that you do. 
So I used to get like, sometimes I would get mad at, you know, certain support systems I think should be in place because I raised my niece when she was 15. When I was 15, she's 10 years younger than me. So I was 15 years old, forced into motherhood, you know, like literally. So I, I expect, I shouldn't have to find a babysitter. I shouldn't have to pay for a babysitter because I raised you. And my sister, I shouldn't have to pay for a babysitter because I raised your daughter while you was in the streets. So one of the lessons I've learned is you can't expect people to love your kids with the same amount of love that you have for them. And that keeps you from heartache and all that. It just makes you like, okay, it is what it is. Keep it moving, you know? Yeah. And I definitely think uh, a loss, quote unquote, and I'm saying loss because that's the only word I could really think of because it may not necessarily be a loss of your identity, but possibly a change. Um, but I just think that change in your identity, it kind of equates with, you know, a good effort being put forth to take care of these children. You know, like if you're if you're doing the same things, I mean, unless y'all were like a mothery type people, I know that's not a word, but, um, but if y'all were like mothery people before y'all had kids, like maybe you didn't really lose too much of yourself, but I was not what you would call typical uh, mother material. Uh, when I got pregnant I mean I just wasn't um so just the simple fact that I had to take care of another person outside of myself was like weird you know and I probably didn't really start I guess losing or changing my identity until Brayden was like you know a couple months or whatever like I knew I had the idea in my mind that I wanted to be the best person for this kid but I was 21 I was in school like I'm like how do I do this like, how do I do it? <laughs> and yeah. so I'm like, you know, at that point, I didn't really assess if I needed to change. I was just so busy trying to make sure, you know, he didn't die. Like, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. like, I'm like, okay, let me like. He's breathing. Yeah, 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 you're breathing. Like, I know the poo doesn't sit on you for a while. So I guess I'm just <laughs> Also, for all intents and purposes in this episode, we do have one for mommy. So motherhood, when we're talking about it, doesn't necessarily just mean like taking care of kids. Um, you know, your biological children. It could be your animals. It could be your taking care of what your brothers and sisters. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm the oldest of five, and so at this point, like I'm 35 now. No, I don't look it, but yeah. <laughs> but, <Yeah>. anywho, <laughs> but anywho, um, my mom, you know, had kids. My youngest sister is 16 right now. So, right. and I have a brother that's 18, one that's 20. So essentially through high school and in college, you know, I was helping my mom um, uh, raise children, you know? And then now, although I, you know, they're, they're of age and I'm getting called, they know my pay, my paydays. <laughs> they know, you know, Hey, sis, can I get some Yeezys? And, you know, cause I am the big sister who doesn't have children. So I'm kind of a go-to. I also Wait, have, hold on, hold on, hold on. Bro, Yeezys, Yeezys. baby. My little, brother, my little brother asked me for some $220 Yeezys yesterday. Baby. Titi Shade, I need some too. I'm going to say big goals because my, okay. my little brother and my children know not to even ask me. Girl, you know what though? I, so how I was kind of just to, you know, how, how we were brought up. It's like if you're, if you excel in academics and certain things, it's not like they're asking all the time. Then right. my, my brothers, my two brothers that, you know, one's 18, one's 20, they're both in college. They make good grades. They're on the dean's list, all of the above. So if I'm able to, because I do have excess money, so to speak, to spend, I don't mind swelling them here and there. But um, yeah, my dogs are my babies. I've actually gotten into uh, some heated discussions and tidbits on Facebook when I post Happy Mother's Day to the dog mamas. Because, you know, we need love, too. 
I, oh, I I have to walk these dogs a couple times a day. They have medical bills. I have rushed to the emergency rooms. I got to, you know, they get groomed. These groomed, these baths, y'all, y'all get free baths at home. My yeah. dog's baths are $100. You know, <laughs> you know. You know, hey, you're still changing diapers, by the way. So uh, you lose on that one. You're still changing diapers. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. But you know, I mean, but I, I also have nieces and nephews and stuff like that. So although I'm not, you know, a, a mother yet, because I plan on, hopefully, God willing, I have one soon. I feel like I will be prepped to have children. And because I am older and I've kind of experienced life, so to speak, as far as, you know, getting to go through my twenties and my thirties, being able to travel and do a lot of things. I think by the time that it happens and, you know, it's time for me to have a child, I think that I will, I will be ready, you know? So. I mean, did you feel like, like you said, you had to help raise, you know, your brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. I mean, did you notice any changes like back then that you had to like make within yourself, you know, to take care of these, like, you know, like. Actually, like coming home. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, like I was just gonna ask, like, did you feel like not a piece of your childhood was lost or like missing? But <laughs> so, so my I, my mom, my um stepfather was in the military, so he was deployed a lot, and um, which is Courtney, homegirl Courtney's brother. That's how there is. Shout out to Corey. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> right, so um, with that being said, my mom would be pre- was pregnant at the time, or you know had had my younger siblings and. You know, it was just she and I, and she was still working. I was there, so it was just like, you know, I had to come home early, uh, or she had to run my schedule, whether it was cheerleading or whatever I was involved in. You know, we had to kind of navigate through each other's schedules, and essentially, at some point in time, I did feel like I missed out on things. But, you know, I, I definitely had that conversation with my mom. I was a little brat, but, you know, you're ruining my life type of type of conversations. I was that child. But for the most part, I do think that um, I didn't, it didn't impose on my life as that much. When I got to college, I thought it was really cute that I had a cute little baby sister. I brought her on campus a lot and I loved bringing her around. So it, essentially she is almost like my child, even to this day. Right. So um, it, it, I guess now I don't, looking back, I don't really think that it caused real, like a real like deep impact on my social life as a high schooler or, or whatnot. But I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of happy that I got to do that because now that I am older in age and I've experienced raising children, I really think I'm, I'm prepped and ready to go. Right. Locked and loaded, yes. <laughs> yeah. To piggyback with Shadi was talking about and what you asked her, Alex, about do you think that took away like from her childhood? I remember when my siblings were younger, my mom was working and I basically was running the house while she was at work. I remember one time I was so fed up because I wanted to go to some party. I was like 16, 17 and I wanted to go to some event and mom was like, no, you have to stay here and watch your siblings. Y'all, I flipped. Just like they said, she like was a brat. I had a bratty moment. It got so bad too. Like I called my brother Corey and was crying to him on the phone and called myself like running away to my brother's house so then I went there to call myself running away and being over there with them only for you know him he and he was the one who had to have like talk to my mom and have that conversation with her like you really can't ruin her life as a child like you have to you know let her be able to do some stuff she, she can't just be held down in the house all day with her siblings you know so he actually had that conversation with her and but look my mama was a savage she knew where I was at. she came drive yeah, my to me at my brother's house. <laughs> you still ain't going nowhere. 
Yeah, me and Courtney were sharing my room. <laughs> when I, yeah, so it's like, at that particular moment, I was upset about it. But now as, you know, being a mom, I understand, you know, she had to work in order for her to have the lights on and the food on the table. She needed to work and she needed my help. Now, would I do that to keep me? Probably not. Um, but would I ask her for my help, prob- for help if I had, you know, a kid that she was old enough? So I probably still, but it's, it, I would balance it a little bit more. It, that was the issue. It wasn't a, it wasn't a balance. It was like, you're the oldest. I have to, you have to stay here and watch, you know, watch them. If it was a balance, like, Hey, cool. Pick two weekends out the weekend. You want to do something for yourself. And I'll find somebody to watch your students. And then the other two weekends, you watch them for me. Like if, if it was something like that, I could understand. But baby, my mom was a savage. She said, you staying here every day. All day watching these children while I go to work. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Real though. I, yeah. Um, I feel like personally too with Jayla being almost twelve years older than Chloe and the rest of her siblings, I try not to because these kids now in the generation that they're in, uh, they let you know they have a life, you know. And she would like she'd kind of give me some pushback and say things like, "Mom, I have plans," or "I'm going here," but I never like stopped anything she was doing because. Like Courtney and Shade said, I've watched my friends who have younger siblings and do things and had to, you know, give up that, you know, social life for the fact that, oh, you're responsible for watching your sibling or your brother and sister. So I try not to do that a lot to her, but she definitely let me know, like, if it was being excessive, like, okay, mom, like, I don't mind helping this time, but, you know, I have this plan and it's like, wait a second, you know, your plans are contingent on if I say yes or no or not. So it's hard though when you when you mother because you you're not only just mothering just that one child but it's it's a collective like hey look I need your help we got it we got to do this and you're the oldest you have to understand what that means and you know of course having her little bratty mommy I wish I wasn't the oldest well considering that I had you at 16 you don't have a choice <laughs> sorry for you so I mean it's one of those things it's like damn you know we damned if we do and we damned if we don't yeah yeah like because mine like like I say like my my like I was in high school, and my niece, she was there chilling and practicing with me. When I was on dates, she was on dates with me. Like, I have friends, I'm de- my friends, they say, where's Ariel? How's she doing? Because they remember her, like, it was like we was growing up together. My mom bought me a car to take her to school. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I didn't get a car when I was 16, because, oh, yeah, sweet 16, I got a car so I could take my niece to school. <laughs> you know, so it's like, I try, not, I try not to put that pressure on my oldest now. I try my best. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Erica, but it's just interesting hearing all this because you would think that that would kind of turn you away from wanting to be a mother. Like, you know, Shade, Courtney, y'all, y'all like having to take care of kids like when you were young. Like me and my little brother have an 11 year, 11 year difference. And I wasn't really like charged with watching him all the time. But like when I did, like I used to lock him in the closet. Like I wasn't like this caring, like sibling. Like y'all were a shout out to Landix, but he's alive. He's a college graduate. He's fine. Jeez. He's fine. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like yeah I mean like when I watched them like I uh, did not do a good job at it and so I think that's what made me so scared when I became a mother because I'm like I didn't really take care of my old my younger brother the way <laughs> but you know so how am I going to take care of a kid um but all to say like it takes a lot of time I guess knowingly and unknowingly when you're a mother it takes a lot of time and subconsciously you don't realize how much effort you put into it even though you're not sitting right in front of your kids faces you know yeah. I mean like I find myself at work like I'll be at work but I'm sitting here texting and checking on my son or trying to figure out what I'm eating or, or what we're going to eat you know for the day or 
you know, thinking about his schooling. How am I going to, you know, this new distance learning thing? How am I going to do all that? And it's like, did I brush my teeth this morning? Like, I don't remember. Did I take care of myself this morning? I don't remember. You know? yeah. You become a parent and your whole day is surrounded about what this kid needs. And you put all <laughs> put those needs before your yourself, your own needs, especially when they're young and they're still dependent on you for those basic needs. You're always like, uh, did the kid eat today? Did uh, When the last time she got a hair wash? Uh, you know, it's just stuff like that. It's just like, Jesus Christ. Right. My, <laughs> my daughter is always put together, okay? She is always put together. But, I mean, I'm over here looking tragic. <laughs> Hello. Okay, I can attest to that. When I, um, even though I don't have my own biological children, every time there's a, either a holiday or birthday or when the school year starts, I am buying my niece, my two nephews, my brothers, my sister. I'm going down the list with who needs what, where school supplies is someone need. I'm gonna buy all the uniforms. I'm getting everything. Who needs a new pair of shoes? Which ones do you want? Like I, so I wake up with those same things, you know, or scheduling my work around making sure I'm uh, available for birthday parties or just spending girl time with my niece, you know, so that she can, so I'm in her life. I think even with me being the age that I am and then having a little sister, I won't leave Dallas right now, even though I would love to move and go live in freaking DC or Chicago or whatnot. I won't leave Dallas because I feel like I have a responsibility to be in my sister's life. I don't want to be that older, older sibling who just doesn't, doesn't know what's going on. And it's just, you know, related. so I, I still feel the same way. I think about my siblings and my, my, um, you know, nieces and nephews like daily. Even right. when I'm away from my dogs and work and I'm like, who's walking them? I'm looking at their boarded. I'm looking at the camera. Have they played today? When did y'all okay. eat? Have they had their snack? So right. I'm there, I feel you. Y'all be going hard. Cause like <laughs> I'll be at work, like in the pharmacy and these people come in here paying, well in there, not here, but in there paying all kind of money for these dogs, insulins and these dogs. I'm like, I will run my dog over before I pay oh, 700 no. and something. No, I'm I'm kidding, like, guys. Don't, don't call Peter, don't call Peter. <laughs> But I'm just saying, I'm just saying the effort that these dog moms. Girl, let me tell you, vet, vets, real quick. I'm gonna say vets. Everybody that's at Xavier or whatnot, y'all should have went to vet school, okay? Because <laughs> people who bring their animals to a vet, they are willing to pay top dollar to save their dog's life. It ain't no months, no insurance, don't care. We pay it, so right. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, uh, Sade, even though you don't have no kids of your own, you have always been an amazing big sister to my nieces and nephews. They oh, have a shout out. She was like, seriously, she she was always there for every single thing. If she had to fly in a day of, she was never missing an event or anything, being that she's so much older than them. But you've always been a good big sister and a big role model to them. So I know when it's your time to be a mom, you're, you're going to crush it. We were not supposed to get emotional just yet. We were not supposed to get emotional, Cole. <laughs> but no, guys, I mean, so I guess my question too is, when did y'all realize that, man, am I still the same person? Like, like, am I the same person that I was yesterday. before I had? <laughs> it was yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> No, but that's a real question though. Like, when did you realize, like, crap, like, Christina, you're slipping being everything that embodies who you are because you're so wrapped up in being a mom? I think after I had Chloe, like, I lost a big piece of myself because I had two kids. I was not married. I was so focused on 
you know, people perceiving me a certain way and being a good mom is always like at the top of my list because I always feel like I was under scrutiny just because I had, you know, my daughter young. But I just realized, like, I just stopped living my life. Everything was centered around the girls and there was no downtime. I remember (laughs) there was a trip. We were trying to plan a girls trip somewhere and the comment was passed by another friend of ours. Um, They were like, well, don't invite her because she's not going to come. She doesn't want to leave the kids. And I was like, wow, that's what they think of me. So me being me, and that, and honestly, I'm not gonna lie, like I just really gave it thought, like how I felt in that moment when I, I read it. It was in the, like a group chat and I read that. And I was like, damn, like you're really supposed to be like one of my closest friends and you feel that way because I do spend a lot of time being a mom. I don't like leaving my kids to go do something for me because I felt guilty. So I pulled up. I bought the plane ticket. I flew out, and that was that. I did show up in Miami. <laughs> I flew out, and I was like, "Who who wasn't coming?" And when I said that I bought the ticket, I remember like yesterday that individual left the group chat. Sure did. So I was like, "But you're you're supposed to be happy that I'm coming, but you said that I wouldn't come because you never want to leave the kids. You never want to do anything fun. I I love fun." I mean, y'all already know I bake cakes, okay? So I I am a good time. So it just kind of made me take a step back and say, damn, Chrissy, like, when did you stop living for you and 110% live for the kids, which is fine because that's what being a mom is, but there's a balance. You deserve a, a day off. You deserve time to yourself. So ever since then, baby, I was on those flights, okay? <laughs> but then, you know I was just going to add to that. Not that I can really speak to this part of the conversation much, but I know being the friend who doesn't have kids, I look back and I know Chrissy, Courtney, and Erica have all gotten on me about like, dang, you planned a trip. You didn't invite me. And you know what? As the, as the either single friend or the friend that doesn't have kids, honestly, I, I think that sometimes we don't feel like, you know, we're trying to make you feel like you got to choose or things like that. So, you know, after it was brought to my attention on several occasions, I realized like, okay, I need to make sure that I'm being inclusive of everyone because it wasn't like something I was intentionally like, oh, y'all got kids. Y'all don't need to have no fun type deal. But it was just like, oh, well, I know that they probably can't come. So let me not even put them in that bind. But I could come, I, girl. I could come. I know, but, but y'all done pulled up at the club at, in Miami and wherever. So, I mean, I just want to say, you know, on just from that, from those instances, I'm I'm sorry for for doing <laughs> that, guys. And right. you know, it's okay because we still turned up and for checking me and making me realize. It. Right, you, girl. It's not that we don't want to come or we can't come. It's just that we need time in advance. Like you can't plan something on Thursday and say we're gonna fly out on Friday. Right. And, and, and may I add to Courtney's statement? I'm sorry, Courtney. Shade is the queen of booking a trip on Wednesday and leaving at 6.45 that Thursday, okay? And has the audacity to be like, so I'm leaving tomorrow if you come in tonight. It's like, hold, hold, hold on sis, wait, give me a second. Let, me, let this be a lesson. Invite the moms, just Please. give them some time to rearrange their kids, their babysitters, or whatever. Because, girl, moms turn up, too. We, turn we up. need to come. We want to be there. Yeah, because that's, that's when I feel like I lost myself. Because, like, when I would go on Instagram and see all the girls' trips I was missing, like, I would get mad. Like, I'm supposed to be with them. I was with them. You know, like, 
I should, I should, I'm used to just getting up and going, you know, and that's when I realized it was a change. That was when I realized the change. Like, dang, I can't just get up and go no more. So I started making the best of it. And it's like, I'm willing to put aside that two years to, you know, pregnancy and breastfeeding. But after that, I'm ready and I'm done okay. now. Uh, two years, you better learn that pump and dump. <laughs> no, it's not that. Girl, look, my hot, my okay. hot, my hot tail kept having kids. <laughs> Eric and Lil Trey are a year and a half apart. Yeah. No judgment. Yeah, yeah, judgment. Yeah, no no judgment here. Uh, my judgment Irish friends are on the way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, Christy, you hit on a big point. Like a lot of moms, women in general, but moms definitely feel guilty when someone invites you to go somewhere, and you—it's almost like you're choosing your someone else over your kid. That's how you right? feel. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, oh my, yeah, my god. Friends, yeah, it's like, oh, my friends. Now I haven't been anywhere since 2004. But my friends are going, you know, they're going to New York and it's like, I want to go. Yes. But, but Lord, I know I dealt with that a lot. You know, when I dealt with it, um, Brayden, Brayden was involved or is involved with in a lot of travel sports, like travel baseball, travel basketball, travel freaking rugby, whatever you can travel for. That's what Brayden was. (laughs) So, you know, his dad was really like adamant about, you know, us being at every you know, even it was almost like, oh my God, if I miss one practice or if I miss one game, I have, you know, committed a travesty against my child, you know, treason. and I would put, yeah, treason, yeah. but it's a travesty, you know, no grammar. Yeah, that's a word too, but I hate Did it go there? Did it go there? I don't know, maybe not. It's all right, but that's fine. Either way, I went against my kid. All right, goddamn it. Um, and so when, you know, when I started feeling guilty for, you know, wanting to just take one girl's trip, you know, versus missing one of the 7,056 games that my son has, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Okay, this is not, this is not healthy. Like, this is not healthy. And I can't be a good mom to them if I am constantly pouring from this empty a cup. Okay. That, you know, that's, that's so true, though. And Mm -hmm. I have to say, one, I think as moms, we don't realize like we really need a healthy support system to all the moms out there who I could do it by myself. Hey, I'm with you because I've done it by myself, but I've had support and support doesn't always mean a spouse or a significant other, even your immediate family, like just your inner circle, like you guys, um, the people around me, things like that, you know, that's my support system. Like Sade is the Courtney's, the Alex's, Erica's. Uh, shout out to Tanisia and the Nikki's and the Sharendas, like everybody, that's your support system. The people who say, hey, it is okay for you to take a step back or take a pause, you know? And then Jayla's involved in academic everything. So if I didn't go to something at her school because I wanted to go out of town, it was like, oh, so you're going to miss this. And I would have to really, you know, dig down deep and say, can I afford to miss this? Is it okay? And she would honestly be upset. And that's another thing, like having that child guilt, you know, from your children, because they don't understand why you have to go and do something, you know, separate from them. But it's like, mommy is tired. Mommy spends a lot of time with you. I love you. But mommy wants to go have a little, you know, girl time with her friends. And it's crazy. As small as they are young, they don't understand that. And they get upset. And that also goes into that mom guilt where you're like, oh, my God, I can't even be away from home. And I left you with your dad. Yeah. What's the problem? You with the dad? You with the dad guy? Like, have fun. It's like, what? <laughs> you know? So, it's it sucks. It's mom's it hard. 
It there does. was a famous quote that said um, from a movie, and it said, "Mama got to have a life too." Life too, okay. <laughs> mom guilt is bad because I've never traveled with my significant other since I've had my daughter. The first time I did it was last year, and she's six. We would take trips separate, and I'd be okay with that because I'm like, okay, she's with her dad. But last year was the first time me and her dad took a trip together, and no parent was with her. We actually had to leave her with grandparents. Y'all, I could not sleep the whole night. And she, I knew she was going to be okay. I knew she was going to be fine. I knew nothing was going to happen to her. I literally could not sleep. I was supposed to drop her off the night before. Y'all, I was waking my baby up at 3 a.m. in the morning to drop her off before my flight because I mm-hmm. could think about both of us like not being home work a, a maniac a guilty mind maniac okay crazy. not even worrying about me look what she told me when i was dropping her off mom i want you to have a good time in your trip in mexico because when you come back you're taking you're flying me to dallas and that's what we did i had to yeah, give her a trip because i felt and that's another thing with me if i'm going somewhere say i'm coming out to a girl's dinner at eight o'clock at night I have to do something with my child before then. So it's yeah. like, hey, mom is going out tonight with the homegirls, but mom is going to take, where do you want to go today? So I have to spend the whole day with her. So mm-hmm. I don't feel guilty when I leave her that night to go do whatever I'm going to do. So, and then before I leave, I have to make sure she eat. I have to make sure she took a bath and she in her pajamas. Like, girl, her daddy could do that. But that's the mom guilt in me. It's like, I need to take care of my kid. That's my priority. I need to do that first before I do anything else. That mom guilt, girl. So let me ask this to you guys, because I'm, I'm curious. How do we, and even though like we're on this platform and we're saying, okay, it's okay for us to have a moment. It's okay for us to have a life. It's okay for us to step away from it all. But we, I know deep down, we're saying like, oh yes, we're going. And we, we do go on those trips or we will go travel. But you still have those conflicting feelings. Like Courtney said, waking her baby up at three o'clock in the morning to bring, I do the same thing. Like TJ and I went on a date to Denver for a day. It literally was a day day. We flew out Saturday morning, but we brought the baby to his, dad at 5 a.m. and got on our seven o'clock plane because I didn't want to be away from her. I was like, oh, I feel so bad. I just had her. I feel so guilty. And he was like, and I love him for the fact that he's like, uh, yeah, we love these kids, but the hell with these kids. Like, I'm taking you out of town. <laughs> we are leaving. They are fine. They are safe. I don't want to, you can call them and check on them. But after that, he's like, it's about me and you. Okay. And I'm like, okay. You know, I'm like, look at my Look, CPS, don't come for Uncle PJ. Okay. Oh, please don't come for He loved the kids, uh, CPS. He loved them. He, he, Uncle TJ loved the kids, but he said, hell with them kids, okay? He was like, we, because he, he does that. He'll be like, okay, we're going on a date. I'm like, all right, cool. In Denver, I'm like, what? He's like, it's just for a day, or we're going here just for a day. And I'm like, what kind of date is this? And I'm like, shut up, stupid, be happy. And I'm like, wait, who? I'm like, are the kids coming? You know, he's like, hell no. Why do y'all think it's so easy for the men to have that care? Like, you're not careless. Let me, like, come on, dads, don't kill me now. Yeah. What is it you think is be- be the mom and the dad? Like, why do you think it's so easy for them to? Because my significant other, he don't have these problems. And when it was time for us to go on that plane, he was like, "Drop this kid off. I'm ready to go." <laughs> like, 
we in Macy Pool. We got all kinds of tequilas to try. Drop, drop this kid off. But he's like that, and he's been like that. And I don't know if it's because he's been a father longer than I've been a mother, because he has two older kids. But why is it that the men they don't have that kind of guilt at all that mm-hmm. I know of? Because in my personal experience, I ain't never seen no dad guilt. <laughs> I've never seen that guilt either. But you know what? But that's why I opened up this topic to not just mothers, but caregivers. I think women just naturally are caregivers. And we devote more of ourselves. And that's not just like taking care of kids, but I mean, in our relationships, sometimes generally we're the more nurturing person, you know, in our, you know, in every aspect of life, we're just generally more caring and more, not caring, because I mean, I don't want to, it's not a male nurturers. But we're nurturers. Yeah, we're nurturers, and it it literally affects our makeup when we're not nurturing correctly. You Who's going to nurture us? Who's going to nurture us? Who's coming? Who's coming to nurture us and pat us on the back and rock us to sleep at night? You know, like Nobody. this. This is crazy. Somebody this come change my drawers. Can somebody come change my drawers for me? No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just our makeup, just as women. I mean, we generally put people in front of ourselves. Like, that's just what a lot of women do. And sometimes it can be toxic. And I think that's why I have a hard time saying, uh, you know, we're losing our identity as mothers because it's not a toxic thing that we're changing ourselves, but it can be toxic right. if you're completely, you know, just disregarding yourself yeah and emerge in this caregiving role it can be toxic toxic. now i have a question for one of the homegirls eric let me ask you you have a you have two businesses you have four little ones how do you maintain that because i mean if y'all don't know shout out to homegirl erica makes the shit look really easy excuse my french but she really does she's up to like four and then up again at she goes to sleep at four. I'm sorry. Up at four, up until four, sleep at probably four thirty, up at six thirty and fully functioning. Mind you, I work from home. Yes, I have a little one and other kids and pregnant. And I am crawling, dragging myself out of bed because I'm from pure exhaustion. And she is on whatever we got going, asking questions, getting clarity. And sis then probably had her what second cup of coffee if she drink coffee. So I need to know. What are, what do you, how do you make that all cohesive? How do you make it work? And how do you make it look so easy? Are you going their to their fathers, their fathers, their fathers, big help. Like, and I have, I, I literally, I'm on the schedule. If anything, anything that throws me off schedule, that's what it does. It literally throws me off schedule for the whole day. So like, I literally have to get up at six o'clock, dress the twins, get a little cheer and air, get, get them ready. At seven o'clock, I gotta be outside, get out of the house. It's like, I, I'm not on a schedule. And if I get off schedule, like my whole world just shatters. <laughs> but when do you take time, like for Erica? Like, what's your what's your go to like to make sure like you don't lose sight of that? Because I know having time management between you and Courtney, like I hate the both of y'all because if it's not written down, it's not happening. So, but how do you like how do you make it work like for Erica? Meaning like, okay, Erica, this is what you have to do. Boom, boom, boom. But there's no time penciled in for you. I, yeah, I have a cutoff time. I have a cutoff time. Like the kids are in bed by nine, ten o'clock, and and if I if I want to go out, I can. I drop them off to my my mom or whatever. Like I do live. Like I, I have a lot going on, but I do breathe. It's like the breathing to me is just not that. Imp- it's like 
you know, most people want to breathe every weekend. You know, that's right. not that important to me. Twice a month is good for me because I breathe. I had so much living before my kids because, like that's I say, my niece, like, I had, I raised her so early that I waited till I was 28 to have my first child. So it's okay for me. Like, like I ran the streets, you know, like I've been a party girl. So it doesn't matter to me. Like if I miss a party this day or that day, I get mad about missing trips. Cause that's my thing. Trips. I yeah. love traveling. So that's my getaway to traveling. I love to travel okay. and I get mad if I miss a trip. <laughs> <laughs> Look, hot girl E. Hot girl E. Look, she was talking about the Lord last week with baby. Party girl. Party <laughs> girl E. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, you kind of hit on that too, uh, Erica. You know, you your trips and things that you're downtown. But sometimes you have to make like daily time for yourself. Like me, my bath time is my time. Every day, it is a full experience. No, you cannot come take a bath with me, Austin. That's my youngest one. Yes, it would be easier if you got in here at eight o'clock with me, but look, I need my mute on. You know, I might need a candle, give me some bubbles, give me some soap. And that way I'm not losing my mind. Just, you yeah. know, just to just to decompress from the day. I'm not a trip person, generally just because I'm cheap. <laughs> just to be completely honest, I'm cheap. And I don't and I'm not a, a good planner. I'm just not so like somebody with uh, destination wedding I'm having, okay? Well, okay, well that's <laughs> fine. Yeah, oh no, I'll be there. I'll be okay. there. However, I won't I won't be taking my day trips to Denver, which is which is the goal, by the way. But I won't be doing that just because I'm just not I'm not a plant. Like I will never do that. But if I can't take me a good bath, oh you can bet somebody's getting yelled at. Somebody's hand oh, yeah, because yeah, mine is mine is when they sleep. I told y'all I have concerts at night. Like me and me and my me and my boyfriend, we have concerts at night when the kids go to sleep, literally. Like the alcohol, <laughs> the sound bar on, and we just have a little concert. <laughs> well, that's, but that's all equally important. Right. You know what though, y'all? I um you know, I went on a trip when I went I went on a ski trip a couple of years ago and I saw the cutest thing. That was goals for me. It was a, a woman and a man, it was a husband and wife, and they had a three-year-old. This baby was skiing, okay? I said, how? What, how, what, how did y'all get this? They said, as soon as our child started walking, we taught him how to ski. You know, wow. he travels everywhere with us and we haven't stopped dating each other. We haven't stopped essentially living the lives that we lived mm. before him. We continue with that. And I say, you know what? That's going to be me. I, I love to travel. All of y'all know I am always on a flight every week, um, whether okay. it's personal, but my baby just gonna have to come. Like I'm, my clubbing days, you know, I, I don't club as much as I used to. So most of my trips are gonna be chill and cool. So essentially, I can bring my child on, you know, on board, and hopefully, I'll have a significant other, and the, you know, we'll be able to do that. So I guess you know when I when I look forward to because I've seen you know Chrissy and Courtney, Alex, Erica, my mom kind of just sacrificed so much their time, money, whatever it was, and not really fully get to care for yourselves in a way that you probably would want to had you not had, you know, the other responsibilities. But right. that's kind of, you know, just learning from that and seeing y'all go through that and then seeing that, okay, it can still be done if you, if you manage it. That's kind of, you know, goal. That's, that's kind of what the goal is in mind for me. And just hearing y'all talk about the struggles, it really like puts things in a perspective for 
the things I need to be prepared for when that time comes. So thank you. Yeah, because see, the crazy the crazy part is I was there. Like, I had just got to where I could travel with my kids. Like, me and my two oldest, we just went on, we had just went on a trip to Florida. And, like, I was at the point where they can travel with me. And it's so fun. But I started over because now I have twins. So now I'm just, you know, I, like I said, I have patience. I just count down. Right now, I know I can get up and go. But I'm just counting down so I can, you know, travel with them. Because it's so much fun traveling with your kids. Yeah. And feeling their little personalities and just showing them the world. It's right. fun. Like, I had so much fun when I went, when I was out with my oldest two, but now it's like I'm starting over. It's okay. I can wait, you know. But as long as I can, like, get and go when I want, I'm okay with that. But I can't wait till I can travel with my kids again because it is amazing. Yeah. And Shoday, you say something about, you know, looking forward to the, the struggles. I don't want everybody to think that we're putting motherhood out as a struggle. It is. Sorry like rewarding thing oh no you know whatever but it's a very rewarding job that's the best job i'm i'm a nurse i'm a a mom i'm a sister I'm a, my favorite title is a mommy when mm-hmm. i first heard my daughter say mommy for the first time like loud clear she knew exactly who she was talking to who she wanted i bawled my eyes out it's there is nothing nothing could compare to that you can take Every title, every accomplishment, every accolade that I did, don't play with my motherhood. Don't play with my title because yeah. I take it very seriously. And I think because, you know, to talk about what we talked about earlier, because I had to raise my uh, siblings earlier, I think that's probably why I waited to have, you know, my, my kid later in life. I knew that, you know, I had my got pregnant when I was 30. I already then did most of the club and like show this day. So I was ready to settle down and take that role and you be that mom. And I take that seriously. Like my daughter is my life. It, it, she's my lifeline. Once I had her, my whole life changed. She gave me a whole nother reason to live, you know, so I'm living essentially for her, teaching her everything that she needs to know. And I, I love that. So I don't want nobody to think that, you know, motherhood has like a bunch of struggles and no reward. You're never going to have a love like that. It's unconditional. It don't matter if you fuss at them in five, in the next five, you fuss at them the next five minutes, they're in your face, loving you and hugging you. And you're like, you're crazy. I just was like, <laughs> cry. like they don't care about that. You're still mine. Yes. It's a beautiful thing, a beautiful thing. Like pregnancy and the delivery, like, oh, oh, y'all, I was so amazed with all of that. Like, it's from the beginning to the end, and, you know, your journey. Now, you know, my, my kid ain't perfect, you know what I mean? And I ain't the perfect mind either, but I'm learning every day, and I enjoy the struggles. I enjoy the ups. I enjoy the downs, you know? My daughter started kindergarten, you know, this past fall. I was bawling my eyes out. <laughs> Could not sleep the night before I'm telling her daddy, you know, we we really giving our daughter to a stranger. He was like, Courtney, it's her teacher. But do you know her? No, you don't know her, so she's a stranger. Like just yeah. crazy. <laughs> you know, because you you can't you can't nobody protect your child and love your child like you. So you just handing your kid over to somebody, that's crazy to me. But you know, I'm I I was the helicopter mom. I'm kinda like trying to let her live our best life now. But you know, that motherhood is it's amazing. It has its struggles, but it's definitely the most rewarding job that I've ever had in my life. No, nothing else is going to beat that. And ever. also, I have to say to all the listeners, you don't have to be 30, 25, 21 to appreciate being a mom. I was 16 and that meant a lot. So don't feel like, oh, maybe, I, you know, people are going to look at me different or perceive different. No, 
being a mom is the greatest gift. Like Cordy said, that you can have, like having that child and being there for that child and raising them and learning with them. There's no greater joy. And of course, me being a mom at 16, my daughter is 19. I would not change that for anything. That is my best not friend. Because I tell them, we're not friends, but that's my best friend. But we're not friends. I don't play them games. But she is, she really is. I'm like, I just get emotional just thinking about the woman she is, the woman she's becoming. And it's so beautiful because I see all the morals and values that I instilled in her and how she interpreted that and how she is giving back to society, giving back to the community, just giving back period of like just giving herself. It's I don't even want to talk about it because Dela's my baby. She's everybody's baby on this podcast. One of those touchy things where I'm like, we really did this shit yet again. Okay, we really did this. And she is amazing and perfect. And yes, I was 16. I didn't know what to do. But man, like, thank you, God, for trusting me and putting it in my heart, like, to do what you knew as your child what I was going to do with her. So sorry. Okay. But no, but I mean, that passion that y'all are speaking of, like, I feel like, and not every mother has that passion and that's okay. You know, like, that's okay. But, you know, mostly mother, I mean, it's a, it's just, it is one of the, it is the most rewarding job that you can have. And that's why it makes it so hard for us to take care of ourselves and step out of that role because we owe so much to our kids. So much. I mean, like my kid, Brayden and Austin have literally pushed me to be the best person I could be in this world. If they wouldn't have come you. I mean, they literally saved me. Brandon yeah. saved me. Yeah. Austin really made me discover me. Um, and so, yeah, that's why that guilt is there because it's like, I owe so much to these kids and I just feel like, you know, taking that time away from them or, you know, spending that extra money on my, my nails or my hair or, you know, oh, that's something I could have given to them. And, you know, it's okay I'm to feel it. like, yeah, I mean, but... <laughs> I mean, but but that passion and 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 the rewarding feeling that we have, that's that's what makes it so hard to take care of yourself. But I guess if we could leave you with anything, we just want to let y'all know that it's okay to take care of yourself as a woman, you know, outside yeah. of being a mother to your children. It's okay. It's okay. It's hard. You know, I'm not saying, you know, this kind of goes hand in hand with self-care, whether you're a mother or not. You have to take care of yourself because you cannot, you, you just cannot give from an empty cup. You just can't. And making sure that you, you know, know your, your worth as a woman first, you know, I feel like that'll just enable you to be the best mom that you can be or, you know, for a mom that you can be, you know, you have to, you have to take care of that woman first, because if you were to never have kids or if, you know, God forbid something were to happen to those kids, the only person that that's left is you. You know, yeah. I yeah. just want to take a moment to say, you know, all of you guys, I, when I talk about motherhood to whoever, I always talk about, and I'm not telling you business or anything. That kind mm-hmm. of way. I, I, I describe each of y'all's struggles um, to kind of use as a motivating factor for people who are going through it, whether they're in school and trying to figure out if they should continue or if they're, you know, a young mom or, you know, whatever the case is, you all are always my, y'all are my super women. So I just want to say thank you for just like, you. you know, just showing me, showing me that there's no, there's no cookie cutter way. There's no guide. There's no rule book. But seeing how y'all have brought your children up, whether you've done it alone, whether you've had a partner or gaps in between, the fact that y'all have started where you came from and where you are now, like, I just, 
pants off. Wig. I'm about to snatch my wig off. Playing with I can. It's, it's like magic how y'all do it. I really don't. I can't even deal with these dogs. So kudos to y'all. <laughs> As a note, I mean, Chade is trying to make it seem like this is easy, but I'm currently drinking an energy drink, um, and, I, and I have a glass of, of liquor next to it. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, I can sometimes use some outside uh, forces to get my, uh, <laughs> a whatnot. Yeah, you know, I mean, sometimes I have to use some external, uh, uh, you know, pushes, but yeah, no, I mean, but, but I mean, outside of the energy drinks and the liquor, you know, God has played a major fan of. Yes. <laughs> and I and I want I want to shout out to all the twin moms out there because Ooh, you, yeah, like, I, when I tell you I didn't know how I was gonna do it I did, I was like oh my god I already have two kids now I have two more twins are amazing they're awesome they're just they're just amazing and twin moms y'all y'all rocking if you are an upcoming twin mom don't be afraid because you can do it if I can do it you can do it pass that cup over me Lord because I. Um, <laughs> I love it. Now. <laughs> like I wanted a daughter, and that's how I got my daughter. She came. Oh Lord, she came. But okay, well we're gonna stop speaking things into existence, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in this week. I mean, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we've left you guys with, with you know a little bit of We're gonna go ahead. Cue the music. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, guys.